Hey everyone, this is Christopher Luxon, the former CEO of Air New Zealand. This is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. This is Travis Chappell, founder of Build Your Network. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change, to navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, my very good friend, Dennis Giannoutsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsos. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, this is now time to adapt in our fast-moving world. I welcome you listeners to today's session, which is an Ask Dennis episode. It's a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners where I share my thoughts, insights, and experiences from working with many leaders around the globe. Okay, let's get into today's session. And this week in this country here of New Zealand, it is Mental Health Awareness Week. And today I want to really talk to you about the seven steps to tackle leadership burnout. Now, there was an article in the local paper here about executives being exhausted and, and leader burnout and, and how leaders are struggling. On the local radio here, um, we had like a talkback radio, and one of my listeners actually sent me a message to say, hey, Dennis, this radio station is talking about leader burnout. You should get on and talk about your podcast. I thought, wow. So what I did is I got on and rang this talkback radio station and said to them who I was and what I do and that I had a podcast called Leadership is Changing. And then what they did is they got me on the show within a minute. They were like, oh, cool. And so I was on there for probably about three minutes with the actual host of the show, and we talked about all sorts of things about leader burnout, well, not just what it is, but also how to resolve it. And team, I thought as part of the Mental Health Awareness Week and as part of that chat that I had on the radio station, that I would share with you seven steps to tackle leadership burnout. Now, look, there are many, many steps that we can look at, but these are seven that I think that we could probably look at and, and put in place for sure. Now, the thing here is, what are these seven, uh, seven areas that I think, and there are some more that I would like to share, but I'm just going to try and keep it simple to seven, as I said, and I'm going to step you through them. Now, as I go through them, think about how does this relate to you or other people around you who might be experiencing certain things and, and then what you can do to, to help them. Okay, so here we go. Number one, there's no political party, religion, sporting team in the world that everyone agrees on 100%. Number one is about putting your mask on first because you see all airlines 
around the world agreed on this one thing 100%. And the unlikely event that your mask drops down in front of you, put your mask on first before you help anyone else. Now, why do they say that? You know and I know that if you're not breathing and getting the oxygen, where the plane, the altitude and these problems, you, you're going to blank out. You're going to faint. You're, gonna, you're not going to be around to help. And if you're not around to help, then you're not any good to anyone else at all. So putting your mask on first is one area for you to think about. So what are some things that you can do in relation to that? Well, one thing would be to manage your energy. For some of you, you're not going to bed early enough to get enough sleep, seven, eight hours sleep, to actually help your energy tanks. Your energy sort of tends to fall off between 2 p.m., 3 p.m. in the afternoon when you're starting to flatline. And so if people reach for chocolates, carbs, chippies, things like that, to try and help them lift their energy levels up. So manage your energy. Now, when I say that as well is, when during the day are you most creative? If it's the morning, then do your creative work then. If it's the evening, do it then. Just find out when you are more creative or when you're more productive or when you get certain things done, when you can get those things done, when is the best time for you to manage your energy. Now, for some of you, you might say, well, yeah, I've got calendars, I've got meetings, and I've got certain times I need to be at work. Yep, I get all that. But it's about how you take control and manage your own energy throughout that day by putting your mask on first. Number two is the ability to say no. For a lot of people, they just keep saying yes. Yes, 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 because they're too scared to say no or they don't know how to say no. And so I always talk to leaders about putting boundaries in place and saying no in a constructive way that's actually going to help everybody. I helped one leader do this in particular, and they went from 80-plus hour weeks to down to 50-hour weeks, but their productivity went through the roof. And it was their ability to say no to certain things, whether it be meetings, whether it be deadlines, or whether it be certain tasks, because you don't always have to own it. It could be someone else within the team that can own it for sure. Number three, it goes into line with the number two I just shared about saying no, in particular around meetings. Empower your team and delegate. In other words, let go. So many leaders I see nowadays, they go to meetings and when you're at the meeting, they have themselves maybe two or three of their own team at the same meeting. Now, the question I get is, well, why are they going to that meeting? Number two is, when a leader goes to the same meeting as some of their team members, what kind of message are they sending without even saying it? The response I normally get is, they don't trust us. They don't have confidence in us. Now, you're not, you're not saying that, and you probably don't even mean that. But that's the what actually comes across to some people. So I'm wondering whether there are some meetings that you don't actually need to go to. Question, do I need to go to this meeting? What's this meeting about? And actually, can I have one, one or two or three of my team members go there and then circle back and let me know? So... Build that trust, let go, let your team members go, say no to meetings, say no to meetings. Now, don't get me wrong, because there's going to be some meetings you're going to need to go to, right? Because A, you're going to be a sponsor, they need your approval, or you need to be there to, to back your team up for sure. I get that, and, and that's what you do need to do, but that's not every single meeting. So there are some meetings that you probably are going to be able to say no to. What that means is that it frees up your time to work probably more strategically or work on some other things that you need to work on. Number four, get good at the basics. Well, what are those basics? Sleep, diet, exercise, breathe, and water. I know it sounds a bit cliche, but what do we mean by that? The sleeping side of things, as I said earlier on, seven to eight hours worth of sleep 
that strong, confident, and when I say confident, it's a strong sleep that you're actually feeling confident that you're getting the right amount of sleep, the right depth of REM as you're sleeping, the right amount of uh, time for your brain and your body to rest and recuperate and replenish. Diet, what are you eating? When are you eating? How are you eating? Are you eating fast? Because you know you need to get to another meeting. Are you eating while you're checking your devices? Interesting. Diet's not just about what we eat, it's about how we eat it as well. Exercise. What kind of activity or exercise are you doing on a regular basis? Yep, every day, twice a week, every second day, I should say, a few times during the week as well. Breathing. Learning to breathe. The number of leaders who don't breathe well enough or breathe in the fight-flight mode, whereby it's a very shallow breath. We need to be breathing from our bellies, and we need to be breathing well to stay calm and be in control. The last one there is around water. And I talk about three to five liters. Now, five liters is a lot amount of water, right? So it's three liters. But if you can do two to three liters a day, you're going to be way better off than others who don't. Water really helps you stay hydrated, it helps the brain, and it helps flush toxins out of the body, especially if we're sitting down at our desks all day. So you need to drink as much water as you can. There is a downside of drinking a lot of water. Yeah, you need to go to the bathroom more often, but that's a good thing because it's going to give you a little bit of a break. Number five, here's an interesting one. Stop being in denial. Be real. What do I mean by that? Denial is not a river. It's not the Nile, right? Denial is whereby somebody is in denial. They, they don't acknowledge or they don't think that there is a, something that they need to work on. Please be realistic with yourself. You might actually need to have an honest, open discussion with yourself. Because you see, the thing is, if that you can acknowledge where you're at or understand where you're at, then you can do something about it. Now, for some people, you might need more professional help to help you understand where you are with things. But just acknowledging that you might need some help is a good place to start for sure. Number six, decent breaks. (laughs) Here we go. What do we mean by that? Well, decent breaks can mean various things. I ask a lot of executives, when was the last time you took a decent break? And some of them go, can you just sort of tell me what you mean by decent? Just the fact that they've said that to me tells me that they haven't had a decent break. Some of them say, oh, I had a couple of weeks off recently. And I go, come on, you and I know that during those two weeks, you would have been reaching for the mobile phone, checking the emails. You've probably even gone to and, and replied to some emails and maybe even attended some conference calls. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a decent break. I don't know how long the period of time you might need. You might need two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks of actual break, but you're away from things. You're doing things totally different. Maybe reuniting with a family again or reuniting with some friends, going and doing some things that you haven't done for a long, long time and you've been putting off for quite a while. So that's one area, right? Taking a decent holiday or decent break. But then there's the other side of a decent break during the day. So how many times should you be breaking throughout the day? Fantastic book out there that's been out for a long, long time. It's called The Power of Full Engagement. But you know what, team? Go and check that book out if you like. I've talked about it before. It talks about the four energy tanks. But the thing that they do talk about in that book and some other books and other speakers talk about is the fact that you should be taking regular breaks throughout the day. Now, for many of you, you're probably not even having lunch. And if you are having lunch, you may be working away. Try and get away 
to have lunch. And even if it means grabbing your lunch and going sitting somewhere else in the house or outside and actually have no devices with you. And if you can do that break, that will be really, really awesome for you because you get to have that break. And if you can have your lunch and then go for a walk as well, even better. Now, I'm also going to encourage you to take breaks throughout the day. And I would take a 10-minute break every now and then. But the 10-minute break, and even if you can go 20 minutes, that's great. But go and go for a walk, at least for 10 minutes, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, to get the blood flowing and getting some activity happening. Number seven, be deliberate. Hmm. Too many people are on what I call autopilot. They're doing things day in and day out, and it's just on, they're doing it unconsciously. They're just doing things. They're not actually being deliberate. They're not actually doing things with purpose or being more purposeful around what they're doing. And so I'm going to ask you to be more proactive, be more deliberate. You see, if you've got this purpose and your passion and you're more purposeful around things and you're being more deliberate, then you're actually going to be present. You're actually going to be in the moment when you're doing those things. Too many people are on autopilot. Too many people are actually turning around going and realizing that at 7 p.m. at night, 8 p.m. at night, they still haven't had lunch and they've still got a whole lot of stuff to get done and it's not going to work out well for them. The next morning, they have to get up early to get into other meetings and things like that. They haven't taken time out. So whatever you're going to do, be deliberate in what you're doing. In your decision-making, in the way that you do things, the way you show up as a leader, be deliberate. That is a strong word to use, deliberate. I love it. And see what you can do with that team to be more deliberate in whatever you're doing as you are moving forward. Listen to this podcast. Be more deliberate about it. Not only just listen to it, take notes, do something with it afterwards as well. That'll be really good for you too. So seven steps to tackle leadership burnout. Number one, put your mask on first. Number two, the ability to say no. In other words, understand your boundaries. Number three, empower your team and delegate. Get or Let go. Number four, get good at the basics. Sleep, diet, exercise, breathing, and water. Number five, stop being in denial. Be real. Number six, have decent breaks. And number seven, be deliberate. The seven areas that you might want to take to help you with manage or tackle leader burnout. Okay, so that's some things for you to look at and think about. As I said earlier on, there are probably some, there are other things as well for you to look at and think about too. But why don't we just start off with those seven? In fact, even if you take take three of the seven and you put it in place, you're going to be in a very, very good position. Mental health awareness. It's really, really important. We are noticing that a lot of people around the world are struggling mentally. COVID has really emphasized it even more. People losing jobs, people have lost their businesses, people can't trade, people have been locked down. And being locked down in a confined space and not being able to be out with other people and so forth, people have struggled with that. People are working long hours, burning the candle at both ends, finding that they're under stress. And what's happened is we're seeing the number of suicides going up in various countries. I'm going to say to you that if you need help, it's okay. Feel free to ask for help. Now, it's not always easy to ask for help. People find that hard at times. And that's one of the big steps we need to take in trying to help us or help people around mental health. Now, the thing here is this. If you need help, ask for help. Always feel free to reach out to me, social media, email, whatever you need, feel free to reach out to me. 
But the other thing too is there's groups of professionals out there that can help you. And I think it's important for us to do this and and know that that, that's available for you. I think sometimes, I say to leaders, your employees sometimes only need five minutes of your time. Put down your device or your email or whatever you're doing and be present with them. They only need five minutes. Sometimes they want to get something off their chest. Sometimes they just want to get some clarity. They want you to answer, answer a question they may have. And if you can take time out to do that, then for most of them, they're away. They're off. They're all good. Some people you might need to spend a little bit more time with. Now, the important thing here is that sometimes a chat over a cup of tea, over a cup of coffee is what people need. So keep an eye out on your team. Watch what your employees are going through. Watch what your peers are going through and watch what your leaders are going through too. Remember, they're all human beings. But the most important out of all of them is you. Please make sure you look after yourself. Please make sure that if you do need help, that you feel free to reach out. Hey, listeners, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, we would love to see you there. Love to for you to join the platform. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they're published. Download them, have a listen, put a review and a rating. Feel free to share them with your family, your friends and your network. Hey, if there's any feedback you'd like to give me about the show, or if there's a question you have for me on the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, feel free to send me a message or an email at dennis or dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey, listeners, it's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 